Night one is in the books, and we are here to talk about it. Welcome to the TFW Podcast. I am Matt. Joining me as always, typically, we are at home in the confines of our own personal, beautiful space. Our studio that, at home. That is not where we are right now. Rodeja and I are in the hotel room in, uh, where are we at? Esagundo? Where are we at El right now? Esagundo, California. Just got back from WrestleMania. Rhodesia, Ishan, riding shotgun with me as always. Let's start with Ishan. Y'all know if y'all been listening to the pod, this man sometimes is really sleepy. Sometimes he's got some good energy. Sir, it is 123 Eastern Standard Time where you are. What is the level of energy we can expect from you on this podcast? It's me. It's me. It's BFD. Big F and daddy. No. Oh, God. And I got my eyes closed. I'm great. <laughs> All right, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Rhodesia, what is going on? How are you? I am doing so wonderful, so lovely, so hype. My blood pressure or my beats per minute is still pretty high. Um, on a great, great, great first night, which we're about to get into. So doing great. So before we get in, into the pod, uh, if you are new to the TFW pod family, thank you. Welcome. We have met a lot of people since we've been here. We actually got in on Thursday. Of course, you guys know tonight is Saturday. You're probably listening to this on Sunday. Uh, so welcome. Welcome to what we do on the podcast. If you have not followed us on social media, we are on Twitter at That's FNW. Of course, we also have YouTube at That's Freaking Wrestling. And you know about the pod because you are listening right now. We had our preview pod that we put up a few days ago. And the prediction that I gave at the end of that pod was that I felt like the way this lineup was, we throw out the build. We know that the build for the bloodline has been fantastic. But everything else besides Ray and Dom was really touch and go. Some things were just really off and not good at all. But we talked about it and said, hey, look, from a show perspective, I felt like this could be a top three top five WrestleMania, but absolutely the best two night WrestleMania we've seen so far. Give it to me. We've seen night one now without even thinking about night two, where are we putting this show after night one? Matt, all I'm saying is I don't know how night two is going to try to outdo night one. (laughs) Like for real, for real. So a lot of times when with, with anything, if it's two nights or two shows, usually the second show is just kind of quite as kept the best show. But I'm telling you this WrestleMania here, I know I had it ranked at number seven. Um, for me, it's probably going to definitely be top five, especially that I've been to. Now, are we going to combine these both in the future or are we looking at just tonight? No, we're going to look at both of them. Combined, because mm-hmm. it is a full WrestleMania. We do that with all the two days now. We know the two days going forward. So we'll look at them as a combination when we're talking about how the show is in totality. Okay. But no, so far, man, I they <laughs> man, you have to follow night one? All right, now, let's see what they can do. Hey, Sean, what you thinking? Hey, it was a really, really great show. Hey, but uh, I'm going to give you all the alter ego tonight. Which is? If- Hey, fuck all this, though. Hey, tell me y'all live impressions. That's what we want to hear. We want to hear the energy of the live crowd. Like, tell me y'all live, because you was telling me in Texas you was losing your voice. 
give me y'all real life sitting there like impressions on this show. Give me that. Give me that real energy, y'all. Okay. Well, I mean, so we actually got to the stadium a little late. We didn't get into the stadium. Start off with SoFi. Anybody who was at that show, please send me a text, a tweet, a comment. We got into SoFi, SoFi, and we didn't go through one metal detector. I swear. So either I, they have the most lack security. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. No either No, no, no detectors? Nope. Not a one. My conspiracy theory, and I don't even think it's a conspiracy theory, it's got to be legit, is mm-hmm. that they have some type of new scanning technology yep. here in Los Angeles that uh, the majority of other stadiums don't have. So they knew what we had before we probably even walked into the actual stadium itself. So that was number one. And then if that wasn't crazy enough, if anybody has ever been to a football game, a concert, a sporting event, anywhere, you know typically your cell phone service is really spotty. <laughs> so you may spotty. be able to text. You may be able not to text. You can't get on Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is. I stayed on five bars the entire night, which tells me, once again, SoFi Stadium has some type of technology built into <laughs> this place that we just have not seen in the majority of arenas or stadiums. But Hey, that's actually, real talk right there, man. It's crazy, man. You had uh, five bars? All yep. night. Oh, all wow. night. No delays at all. Text messages went straight through everything. So actual show, we get into the arena or stadium, we get to our seats. And the first thing that I noticed was the crowd was pretty amped up. And I think that's twofold. We were at SmackDown Friday. We're not going to talk too much about SmackDown, but that crowd was trash. It was pretty bad bad last night. Yeah, at at SmackDown. And I think it was a combination of families and typically L.A., doesn't really have the liveliest crowds. So I think that was probably the bigger piece to it. But tonight they gave it up and they were ready to to go from bell one to the main event. And I think it's, we know that, Hey, it is two nights. We don't have to pace ourselves. We're only getting six matches or advertised. We had seven. If you include Miz and eight, seven was advertised. Yep. Pat Pat McAfee. So we ended up having eight, but uh, they were there the, the entire show. The stage was incredible. I know, Rhodesia, you didn't see anything with the stage. So when you walked in, that was the first time you saw it. What was your impressions of seeing the actual stage for the first time? Again, just another time where I'm like, the production of WWE is bar none the best. The things that they thought of, it was just quite incredible. To, to see just live like and I, I already had a super high bar and then I overheard you saying oh yeah I saw the stage last night or whatever and I'm like nope I don't want to hear it and you say no I'm telling you you're gonna like it so I already had my own personal high bar then with you saying what you said I had another high bar man still superseded it in just SoFi Stadium itself was just incredible incredible I just remember walking in when we first got to where we were going and just seeing their digital board at the top in SoFi Stadium and I almost cried because I was like and I even told Matthew like you know wow I I thank God I still get this feeling this energy that when I see this like I love wrestling wrestling means so much to me and I literally was almost in tears by how grand it was how the production looked I was just completely in awe and that was before I even actually saw the stage this was just the the digital board at top so we get in, of course, we know what they start the show hot with Cena and Austin Theory. And I think that also 
was the right call when it comes to the crowd being hot for the entire night. We know that, hey, when you get a show, you got to build it out properly. And the first match, a lot of times, is just as important as the main event. And I thought when we heard that it was going to be Cena and Austin Theory, I'm like, okay, well, this could be the perfect spot for Cena to go over on Theory, maybe do some type of smudge on Monday, get the belt off of Cena, either back to Theory or to somebody else. We didn't see that. What we saw was John Cena putting Austin Theory over clean. Royally. It wasn't clean. Hit him with a low blow. But clean in the middle, mm-hmm. nothing more, nothing less. That was what we saw from that first match. And it was still fantastic because from a personal perspective, um, we got to see John Cena bring out some Make-A-Wish kids. Oh, my God. Which, God bless those kids. And, of course, we know the work that John Cena has done with the children and the Make-A-Wish program. And, they, you know, they said over the, the PA system, these are kids that their wish was just to be at WrestleMania. You know, and, and of course, having a, a kid and the majority of you guys – I'm sure have family if you don't have, you know, kids, you have brothers or sisters or whoever. But to think that these kids are terminally ill and their only want in life was to go to WrestleMania and see John Cena. I thought that was a fantastic touch. I thought the video package was fantastic. I thought Cena was fantastic for doing it. But then he also did the honors for Theory in the middle of the ring, one, two, three. I thought the match was what it needed to be to start to show off hot. And now we'll see when we see John Cena again. Of course, there's some rumors that we may see him at SummerSlam, but that is, of course, in August, and we know we are in April. E, I'm going to throw it back to you. Of course, when you're live, you get completely different perspectives than when you're watching on TV. And I'm hoping you received a different perspective in the women's six person tag we'll talk about that when we get to that match because it wasn't the best live what did you think about the the uh opening match with john cena and austin theory um first off as you said like the make a wish kids that was very touching you know like seeing those little kids out there and uh my boys saw those little kids out there and they're like oh well you know like maybe we can be up there i'm like well Maybe in a different way, right? Because I didn't mm-hmm. want to say why the kids were there, right? And it kind of touched my touched my soul to talk about it. But yeah, and that's you think about it, like you know, John Cena turned him heel years ago. Like you know, think about all the good he's done with those kids. It might have been different being the heel, but it was exactly as I, I predicted it to be. I, I thought that he was gonna, you know, you know, look up, count those lights. We're gonna get a one, two, three for theory. Is exactly what we got because the passing on the torch match and and Zena has Cena has been doing the honors for quite some time um, for these young guys and um, I think uh, Austin Theory came out better because of it I thought it was a good opener. I echo both of y'all sentiments. There's really nothing else I can say on it. Um, I told you already how emotional I was when I first came into the stadium seeing just a digital board, and then when I saw that Make a Wish package, I actually did shed tears. Um, again, that's just, ugh, I don't want to get too emotional now, but that was get emotional. If you get emotional, get emotional. It is, <laughs> it is 1033 yard time. So you got more than enough time <laughs> to get emotional, get yourself back Damn. together for night two, but give it to us. You know, I just, these children, you know, are terminal, like, come on. Like, and like you mentioned, the only thing that they want 
is to be able to go to WrestleMania. And this is something that I've been blessed to go to multiple WrestleManias. And then you have these kids that are not going to be here much longer. I think terminal is what one or two years left of life. And that's all they wanted. I mean, again, just such a, such a classy touch there to start off the show. So emotional. It brought me to tears. Um, and that's just one more reason why I love John Cena, because again, he's gone down as the, the largest grant wisher match was exactly what it needed to be. He put him over so happy. Austin theory looked like a million bucks too at the end as well. So, I'm done. Hey, can we quickly talk about John Cena's ball spot? Like, I just don't see how this man making all this money. And he rolling around like this. And he in Hollywood? I mean, I would have the finest plugs, the best of Rogaine. I don't get it. I think he's wearing that ball spot as like a badge of honor. Because why else would you still have the ball yeah, spot? Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing right? I can think of. Because you can, you can easily cover it up. And he doesn't. So maybe he's taking that as this is showing like, you know, when you get the gray in your beard, you can wear that as, you know, like that sign of, hey, I'm getting old and I'm wise. Maybe he looks at that as his boss spot is where he gets his power from, which then it would be he probably needs to cover it up because he would have won if he didn't have the boss spot. Oh, stop. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you may be on to something. E. Hey, John Cena, get that boss spot taken care of, man. And come back, please. <laughs> so it will be interesting to see what we get from theory on Monday. You know, he had the. The one or two line promo uh, at after that match, just basically saying like, hey, it's all about me. So we'll see what Monday looks like. So we had that, which was really cool. And then a match that when it was first announced, I am not going to lie. I crapped on it and I was just like, hey, I'm happy these guys are getting the paycheck. But why do we need this tag team showcase match? <laughs> and got to give it up. They showed up. And showed out. And what I really enjoyed so much about that match, Street Profits go over. Dawkins gets the pin. My thought around Dawkins getting the pin is that was kind of their way of saying, hey, here's your WrestleMania moment before Montez kind of goes off and does the singles thing, which I'm all good for. But one, everybody had a a chance to shine in that match. And two, they saved a lot of their big spots for the four-way. I was a little worried we saw last week we saw a match with triple threat match with the participants. We saw something again, if I'm not last mistaken, night, on SmackDown. Right? Yep, last night. On SmackDown, SmackDown. with mm-hmm. some other pr- participants. I'm like, okay, well, what are they, you know, saving for us for Mania? And boy, oh boy, did they bring out the big guns and the big spots for that match. An absolutely crowd-pleasing match. Crowd was super hot forward f- throughout the entire thing. Like I said, the profits go over and win. Where do you guys, one, give me, of course, your, your quick thoughts on the match, but now what? What's next? Profits win. So do we see them in some type of title program? Do we see the pivot finally of Montez and Dawkins going their separate ways? What do you guys think? So with that match, I told y'all on the last show that this was going to be the match that's still tonight. This was in my top three. I think I ranked it number one or number two. So they completely lived up to my expectations of it. For in live person um, feedback, Ishan, that place was erupting during that match from beginning to end. We were getting awesome chants from the beginning. It was loud and electric. Um, as far as what's next, I think the profits is going to separate. I, I don't really you say want the prophecies. The profits. The profits. I wouldn't go make fun of her, but she's struggling a little bit. Profits. It's the I echo in here. Yeah, I'm in a bathroom. Yeah, no. I'm in the bathroom. No, I have an echo in here. No, you, you're here. Anyways. Back. Okay, anyways, the Prophets. She, she's like, I was so emotional when I saw the Prophets win. I mean, 
think about it. Like, it's WrestleMania and they win. But okay, I'm not going to get too emotional. So the prophecies was, are you mean like prophet? <laughs> like, is, are you like the prophecy? That, that kind of thing? Or I think I'm a the prophets is, <laughs> I did say it. I said it again. The prophets, they, um, I think they're going to do their separation. I don't want to see them like blow up and become enemies of each other. But I think it's time for them to go their own ways based off of Montez giving him that assist for Dawkins to get the pin. I think that was, like you said, Dawkins. Um, WrestleMania moment, and this is like just going to be the start of them saying, "All right, here's your payday for Montez going off to do what he does next by himself as a solo." But everything in that match was what I thought it would be, plus more. It, it was fire, flame emojis. I hope everybody appreciates the dedication to delivering quality content that Matt Rodisha. Rodisha sitting in the bathroom right now. I sure am. Podcast. So we got minimum feedback and echoing probably two enough. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? That's, we that's do what we gotta do. Right there. We the gotta do what we gotta do. The prophetess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's awesome. But um I, so it's funny. Y'all probably peeped it, but uh, when we were talking about doing a preview, you're like, Yeah, E, who do you think is gonna win this match? I couldn't think of that time who was in the match, to be honest with you. I'm like, oh uh, who's in this <laughs> this damn match? Like I knew the street properties were in the match, right? But I didn't right. think they were gonna win. I'm like, well, they can't win because, like, they're going to be breaking up pretty soon. So, it's not them. I was like, damn, who else is in this match? So, mm-hmm. I had a hard time. So, I sat there and had to pull strings on who else is in this match because that's how in- invested in this match I actually was. And to see that the only tag team that I could think of that was in the match at the time actually won the match was actually something. Um, but it's good. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's great to see um, Tez and Dawkins get some mania love. Uh, and I think that where we can be going is – this might be their last hurrah, right? They might say, this might be the storyline or the story they want to tell. Like, yo, we got one more shot for the Tag Team Championships. If we can't win the Tag Team Championships on this last shot, we're going to call it a break. Um, so that might be where they're going with this next one because, you know, it seems like they've been going down this road for a while. Um, as you guys said, I don't want to see them few. I don't think it has to be a few. I don't think anybody wants to see the two of them go blows, but – I think the the road's going to be, hey, this is our last shot. We're going to make it happen. Um, if not, we're going to park. Mm. One quick thing on this tag division. I really, 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 my plea to the fans out there is to get Eric over, to get the Viking Raiders over. I love them. I've always loved them. I, why I, Matt's looking at me weird here, but I absolutely love them. Everything about the two of them. Why are, are you pleading to the fans? Because I want them to get over. They were dead when when they came Why out. Why are you oh, no, pleading to they... the fans? No, you this, you plead to Triple H and the creative team and WWE okay. so then, to give us something this? to sink our teeth into. How about this? How about then the powers that be give us something to sink our teeth into and then let us as fans be receptive to that and, and sink our teeth into it. Them two guys, they can go in the ring. They've always had. I love their look. Um, they were first billed wrong in WWE in their debut, and I just, they just never re- rebounced off of that or rebounded off of that. But I really, really like the Viking Raiders. So please. All right, you're in the minority. They, they, they've been screwed since they came out as a Viking experience I said a couple that. years I said ago. That. Yep. I said that. And they have debut. not been able to catch their momentum. They, nope. War, War Machine was incredible. War. And, of course, we know War. they can still War. work. War. But – it's just not there. It's just not there for me right hey, now. Hey, they were, they were in a little better shape as War Machine, too, to be honest with you. You think, you think so? They were what? Yeah. 
I didn't hear you. Which is that, Eshan? I said they were in a little better shape as War Machine, though. I don't think so. You mean like like physical shape? Yeah. Oh wow, I don't think so. My man still pulled out that uh, moonsault from the top rope. Shout out to him. That was a great spot in the match. Ivar, right? Ivar. Yep. Yeah, he sure did. So shout out, shout out to that. So the next match we had was Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. You guys know this is one of the matches I was most excited to see on night one, and it was as fun as I thought it would be. I didn't Absolutely. get the, uh, I guess the major, major spot is probably Logan Paul hitting the splash on KSI in the prime uh, bottle, which was fantastic. But I, I said that I thought this was going to be the match that we get that move that is going to be in all the promo packages for years and years and years. And I guess you could say that maybe that's going to be the spot. That's probably going to be what we get in all the promo packages from this WrestleMania. But they delivered. Uh, Logan, of course, had a ridiculously over-the-top entrance where it reminded me, of course, of Shawn Michaels back in the day at WrestleMania coming in on the zip line. And then we had, of course, Seth Rollins come in with the fire, with the orchestra, it was it, it, it was just it was it was WrestleMania to the fullest. If somebody had to say, "Hey, I got forty five seconds to figure out what WrestleMania is about from night one," what would you tell me to hurry up and go look at? And I would probably start with go look at the entrances from Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, and that's what you can expect from entrances. And then, of course, match wise, we'll talk about probably in the main event. But I, I thought that match delivered. Uh, Seth goes over, of course, with the stomp as he needed to. Word is that Logan Paul only signed a one-year contract with the WWE. There is no way he does not re-sign and sign longer. I think him only signing for a one-year deal was super smart. See what it is. See how he takes to it. See if he can draw. We can see he takes to it. Just watching him in that match. And, yes, he's in there with one of the best in the world with Seth Rollins. But he is so good to have only had a handful of matches. You know, his timing, his pace, his cardio – the crispness of his moves, it is all there for Logan Paul. I'm not going to keep putting him over because we all know how good he is, but outside of Ronda, outside of Kurt, I can't think of anybody else that in their first year of wrestling is as impactful and is as good as Logan Paul. But we saw the match. Match was fantastic, like I said. Uh, Rollins wins, so now he can move on. We'll see what he goes to. What do you guys think about the match? This one I actually have a lot of thoughts on. Um, I'm going to backtrack really quickly. Matt, you know, when I talk to you personally, you and I have this kind of understanding that your thinking is a little bit ahead of time. And we just talked about this last week. And this was the first time where I'm like, oh, my gosh, his song was a little bit irritating to me. Like him relying on people singing his song over and over and over again. And the fans were doing it. So I guess if, you know, if you taunt in it and you want them to sing and they're doing it, keep taunting it. But I just thought he went to the well too many times. And I think that at this point, his song is a little bit over than him, at least from tonight's um, showing for me. Um, the KSI moment, it was hilarious because I think if you're over the age of 35, you don't know who he was. So when, who? Who was that? Yeah. I'm like PSI. His name is PSI. And <laughs> he was like, 
we ain't talking about <laughs> air pressure. And so then in the end, Matthew had to say, no, it's KSI. I'm like, okay, so KSI. But I thought that was a super cool, cool touch. And then shout out to the guy that was sitting behind me. I thought it was pretty funny. So from Logan, you know, we got the buckshot lariat. And then Logan also hit him with the GTS to go to sleep. <laughs> and so my man behind me was like, look at that. The only person who could bring Adam Page and CM Punk together is Logan Paul. <laughs> But that's all I got on there. Match is great. Spectacle. Anyway, I'm happy, Seth. And rightfully so, Seth went over. And this is Logan's first loss, right? So, so no. Loss? Okay. No, he lost to Roman. Okay. He lost all his matches. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. He he beat uh, Miz at SummerSlam. I think that was SummerSlam, right? But, yeah, he's basically lost okay. the last two now. Yeah, really good match. Uh, I can't really say anything more than you guys said. It was a really good, enjoyable match. Um, I loved everything about the match. Uh, the entrances was really good. Um, Logan Paul, you know, diving from like the doing almost like the Shawn Michaels uh, spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good, and he was talking on the mic. Um, I like the the KSI spot too um, with with the prime bottle because that was kind of funny. I think that's like kind of a play um, with that ad they had on Twitter where somebody kind of um, morphed the the pick to make it seem like I think it was KSI was on his knees drinking the prime bottle. In front of uh, Paul, yeah, something like that. So um, yeah, it was a very, 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 very good matchup, as we thought it would be. All right, you have to take the reins on this one. Uh, I'll set it up, and I'm going to need your honest opinion. So this is the only match, and I don't count Miz versus McAfee. I know that was a, a official match. I don't count that. That wasn't part of the build. We know what that was about. Just give us a little bit breather from that incredible women's championship match to the tag championship match. But this one did not click for me. I was super happy to see damage control, get their mania entrance, get their mania moment. Love that. It was very cool to see Becky, Lita and Trish get a over the top entrance as they all rightfully deserve. I think actually on the broadcast, the entire video was black and white, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool to see. But then the match happens, and live, I can tell you, the crowd was not really into it too much. And again, it looked like Lita was moving at 50% speed in the entire match. Once again, there are times where things look completely different at home than it does when you are live. Give it up to me. What did you think of the match? Am I completely off base? Was this match worthy of being on this WrestleMania card when it comes to just match quality, or was it a miss? She, what you want me to leave for? I told you in Texas, I got up and went to go get something to eat during this match. <laughs> That's right, you didn't see it. No, I saw like the first couple minutes and said, you know what, this is a great opportunity to feed my face. And I came back and I saw the the the, the last couple minutes of the match. This is what I thought it was. We talked about it, mm. man. Like you know, I, I said it's as Lita, I took Lita from her very first match. She looked kind of slow, right? You know, mm-hmm. she's been wrestling for I don't know twenty, thirty years. Trish still looks great. She's it's been the same. They haven't been full time competitors, and we're putting them in this match. So it was going to be Becky doing a lot of the heavy lifting, but they had Lita in there a long time long time so we we got what we expected i think it went on a little bit longer than it should have but i'm not i'm not 100 down on it because i kind of 
this is what I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you, and the right team won in the end because um, Becky should go over because she's a future legend, and we right. got to see them be strong to lose to Shayna and Ronda at the next pay-per-view. So you're still going with that, huh? You're still saying Shayna and Ronda are on deck is as quick as Black Backlash? All day. That's oh, boy. So we know that you are picking them to win tomorrow. I do – I was waiting for the possible Trish turn, but I guess we're going to wait for that. So we didn't get that tonight. She looked – they all looked great. Like, as I, said, I loved everything about their look. I love that they got their shine. I'm even looking here on uh, Twitter because I really kind of wasn't on Twitter too much today because, you know, I didn't want anything spoiled if anything leaked or anything. There's a couple people saying the match was good, but it looks like overall from what I'm seeing, the majority of the people kind of feel like I do with it was the worst match on the show. So I guess I wasn't going too crazy. Radija, I know you didn't see too much of it, but any thoughts just on – Damage Control losing another big match. Where they go from here? Um, actually, I didn't see any of the match. Um, but where do Damage Control go at this point? I think they've had a pretty polarizing career as a as a unit now, and I think the common consensus is that. Bailey's maybe not living up to her expectation as a solo competitor because she's like the manager and the voice of damage control. Um, I probably would like to see them maybe go their separate ways. How that's going to look and then who's going to go where, I don't quite know that. I don't really quite have a thought about that. Um, But I think at this point I am really ready to just really say that I want them all broken up. I don't want to see them in a group anymore because I don't think we're really appreciating them because of how they're being presented. So I got two follow-up questions. Rhodesia, you guys were live. What were you doing that you didn't see this match? I was getting my husband a beer. <laughs> so you thought it was a good call to get up during that moment, too? That that was the only match that I was willing to compromise on. Boom. Boom. And it wasn't just me. And it wasn't just getting me a beer. She also came back with some snacks, too. She had, she had a couple of treats. It's a, good, it's a great mind to think alike. Um, other, other, other thing. So we talk about damage control. I think it's time for the breakup as well. Um, it's, for some reason it hasn't worked. Um, but for the three of them, I don't know what will work. Cause like, cause Bailey was fine on her own. Right. And you would think that she was a strong enough character to be able to carry the three of them, but it just didn't work. I'm not sure if it was storyline or what, but I don't know where to Dakota- I'm scared for where Dakota and, um, Sky go from here because one thing that I don't, I think Dakota didn't get while she was in NXT for as long is like a, a strong character that would allow her to not get lost in the WWE main roster shuffle. Um, and with Sky not being strong on the microphone for obvious reasons, um, it's going to be hard for them to really push her, uh, much like they do Asuka. Asuka is like a one in generate a one in a lifetime performer because she's such a character on, on herself. She doesn't necessarily speak. The greatest uh, English, um, but this her character, her presence, her charisma allows her to supersede that. Like Sky doesn't have that, um, so I'm a little concerned of where they go if if they do split. But something needs to change. Something needs to be added to the mix. I'm not sure where it is, but I don't know. Where you guys think they go from here? No I think they split. I think they split, and I think it may happen as early as Monday. I'm putting a lot of stock on Monday's show. I know. 
Triple H wants that show to be back to kind of feeling like the biggest Raw show of the year. And right now, we don't have anything planned for that show. So I think we're going to get some surprises, and I think that that's going to be one of those things where uh, we start to see, because it's, I mean, it's over. Like, you know, where, where do they go from here? I, I am very much sure that Becky's moving on. Um, Lita is, of course, going wherever Becky goes. And if, if, if what you think is going to happen, that's Ronda and Shayna. We'll see where Trish lands, but it's time for them to completely move on to another program. And I don't know what that can even be. So I think maybe it's with them. You know, you put them together and figure out what that looks like. Does Bailey come out, cut a promo, and say it's not working? We need to break up. Does one of them get upset that they keep losing and it's not working and that's how they do it? But it's time for a change. But I think it has been a successful run. They've been together since... SummerSlam, and while there's times where, you know, we've even discussed on the pod, like, man, is there something missing with damage control? I think overall they've done a great job of keeping themselves, um, I guess, in the mix. You well, know, I mean, we, they were, they've been on TV almost every week, so yeah. of course they're going to be in the mix. They were hard at, this year. If you look at minute to minute, besides, you know, the Usos, since SummerSlam, I, I am going to assume Damage Control is probably number two on how many shows they've been on and, you know, minutes per hours for the show and things of that nature. So they've definitely been relevant, and now it's time to kind of move move on and see what that looks like. So that should be pretty interesting. And then we get my goat for the night, Dominic Mysterio. That video package combined with that entrance legendary status for my man Dominic Mysterio I loved everything about everything we saw in both entrances in the match in the it was it was a just like the main event was it was a perfect close to that chapter now we talked about it last week i believe we're going to get some form of bad bunny dominic ray mysterio damian priest and maybe the newly found reformated reformatted lwo at backlash because it is in puerto rico at the main as a main event i think we are going to get that so we know it's not over between Ray and Don, but this chapter is. And I thought that everything they did was perfect. The video package, like I said, for Dom getting out of prison, him coming out, the white paddy wagon with the Mysterio mask on. Don't know how it came across on TV, but a whole lot of heat from the crowd when he came out. He gets the heat. And then Ray gets one of the biggest pops of the night with coming out with Snoop to Ain't Nothing But a G Thing. That goes into Eddie Guerrero's music, which was such a pleasant surprise to see Eddie back on the big Titan Tron and hearing his music, and then to Ray's music. Just the interests alone, I'm like, okay, this has already exceeded my expectations. Ishan, from TV, how did those interests come across? 
it came across really really well like it was um it was huge actually um like it was of course it was full screen it was live code super professional it looks like a, a kind of like a movie right morph into a live event um came off really really well um the the crowd was mic'd really well so you can hear um the the pops from the crowd and for me like seeing Dom it put a big smile on my face because you know he reminded <laughs> me of a little big daddy you know big daddy back when he was a little big daddy you know busting out of the cop car you know being locked up because you know I was locked up back in the day you know I was I was a thug you know I changed my ways and I'm sorry hope who? That, yeah you know I'm I was sorry, a thug back in the day and so I'm hoping that you know Dom can you know part of this is the really rehabilitation of him um as a man um but yeah I think it was overall great oh and then Snoop coming out with the with the caddy Ray you know doing the, the Eddie dance um, then morph into his song. It was just a beautiful spectacle. I didn't see the entrances. It sounds like I missed some incredible stuff there. I actually came in maybe in the last three minutes of the match. Um, but from when I got back, it was hot. It was exciting. The crowd was super, super loud um, and excited. And I saw when I came in, like, a, did Aaliyah jump over the barricade or something? Because that's all oh, I Oh, she saw. was getting ready to. Okay, okay, was, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Dom, I think, threw a drink on her, and she was <gasps> not about that. Yeah. Wow. And then finally, Mama got to smack him. Um, she should have smacked him a little bit harder, but hey, at least we got some kind of physicality out of that. And I just love, I loved how it ended. I love the, the 619 that he took. It, it was just so beautiful at the end. And again, I feel bad because I did miss the beginning of it, and I didn't get to see the beginning storytelling. But at the, at the end, it was good, and that place erupted. Ray was has been and is like the most valuable person of this whole weekend from the hall of fame and i know we, we're not here to talk about that but just from the hall of fame and tonight la loves him i mean i love him but he's the most over besides sammy of the weekend one of the biggest moments of the night was when ray took the belt off and whooped him oh, oh and are you got serious? such a response got such a huge response oh, from the come crowd on. i you missed it. that too Oh. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Cause, cause, yeah she didn't get back. I mean, it was I know it was long lines and it was interesting to see when people left. The majority of the people left before the six women tag match started. So the concessions were off the hook at that time. But yeah. that was that was the one match where you're like, wow, OK, this is I guess the match where everybody was like, if I got to miss one match is going to be this, which sucks because all six of them should not be in a match where people feel like, hey, this is the time for me to get something to drink. But I think that's more of a testament to the rest of the card. Yeah, the card that they put together than anything else. It's like, hey, if I got to go get something to eat, drink, or go to the bathroom, I'm going to do it here because I'm not going to miss Ray and Dom. I'm not going to miss Charlotte and Rhea. And, of course, I'm not going to miss the main event. Uh, so from that perspective, man, I, I just thought I really, really enjoyed – Tonight, because it felt like, you know, I think the show was three and a half hours, I believe, eight, nine, or almost four. I think the show was almost four hours. It didn't feel like it. It felt like it was more like two and a half hours because it wasn't any throwaway things in the show that that hurt its momentum. But Ray and Dominic should be very proud. You talk about just from Ray, man, like the the proud papa that he must be last year. He gets the team with his son in Dom's first mania match. And then the next year, Dom is one of the hottest heels in the company. And it is a 
family rivalry storyline. He gets to wrestle with someone one on one. That is stuff that I'm sure if you was to tell him 20 years ago, hey, this is how toward the end of your career, this is what's going to happen. He'd be like, I don't believe you. Yep. Unbelievable. And again, Ray's not some old shriveled up mushroom that's just barely hanging in there. I mean, oh, this guy is going. He's still outperforming most of our favorite wrestlers right now. So that's incredible. I wouldn't and, even believe it if it if I were him. And we saw Bad Bunny get involved. So that there's the backlash piece there. Like I said, we mm-hmm. saw the LWO get involved. And then we saw um Judgment Day get involved, minus Rhea. Rhea's like, look, I got championships to win. I don't have time to be messing with. I got you here. Dom, you got you to gotta figure out your, your family situation. So then we do get Charlotte Flair and, and Rhea Ripley. I am going to give these women a standing ovation for the match they put on. We talked about it. It was a lot of talk on, hey, what should main event the show? Should it be the tag match? Should it be Charlotte and Rhea? And on one end, if you think that if the Rumble winner should main event and the women have two matches, they should main event, you have that side. Other side was, yep, but Charlotte and Rhea's feud and rivalry is not as hot as it should be. And boy, oh boy, is the tag team title match and that storyline the hottest thing outside of Roman and Cody. They decided to go with the tag team. Main event, which I believe is the first tag team main event in history, right outside of WrestleMania one where Hogan was involved. I saw, I I believe that's the case. So Charlotte and Rhea end up going second to last in my book. Of course, we know once again, Pat and Miz had, had a, a match, but they absolutely put on a WrestleMania caliber main event. I actually received a text and the text said, Charlotte and Rhea was a knocker. Best match I've seen in some time, I'd say. That's pretty big. Um, When you think about what the feud was, which wasn't the best, but we knew they were going to come out, show up, and show out. And they absolutely did. If that match was the main event, if the show ended right there, I would have said, you know what? Job well done. Great show. Can't wait for tomorrow. We know we still have the tag match, but man, they, I I was just so impressed with how good that match was. Charlotte has not looked that good in a while. And I think it's the competition, but we know Charlotte's going to show up for big matches. She did everything in her power to make Rhea look like a million bucks. And boy, did Rhea cash in that entire match. I, I, I loved everything about it. I thought that thank God that uh Charlotte uh laid and fell as flat as possible. That one suplex looked really, really close to being disastrous. The one where she bumped her nose and kind of skinned it um on the mat. But um I, I just I thought it was incredible. You know, like ten out of ten, A plus match. Or did y'all I'll start with you on this one because it is the women's championship match. What was your thoughts on the match? And I guess now that Rhea is champ, what's next for Charlotte? What I thought about the match, I said that it should have been the main event. I understand why it wasn't the main event, which I can get behind that as well because of the story itself. Nothing has been better than the bloodline this last year, but that match was incredible. That was absolutely a main event match. Both of them looked fantastic. 
again, you talk about that suplex. It looks like Charlotte almost broke her neck. I mean, that was scary. Um, and there was a couple of really hard elbows that both of them gave and took. Um, I'm like, oh, y'all better be careful. You about to concuss somebody. Uh, but just overall, wonderful showing from both of them. Love the match. Two thumbs up. Ten stars out of ten. What's next for Rhea? I wouldn't be mad if, if we go into a program or a campaign with the two of them a little bit longer because I really loved what I saw tonight. So to me, to see the two of them continue for a little bit longer, I'm completely fine with that. So I'll say just bring it back. But Charlotte was so happy. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know if, if they meant to show that the first time, but when they show the camera when she's laying on the on the ground outside of the ring and her just smiling and knowing that that was genuine – Everybody knew that Rhea was going to win, and that match they still put on. They still the it was electrifying in the match as well too. And we, I think, I think everybody knew Rhea was going to win, but we were still there. All the close calls. I would say that tonight was the most three and a half counts I've ever seen in a live show. <laughs> there was so many. Like, okay, uh, no, that was a four count. Even the kid in front of us was like, oh, that was three. So, but um, overall, ten out of ten, great match, and I probably want to see them bring it back a little bit longer. Yeah, really good, really, really, really good match. Um, from a wrestling standpoint, it definitely could have been a main event, right? Because like mm-hmm. the quality of the matches, the match itself was uh was outstanding. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, at the end, I'm not sure if you guys were able to see it, but um, Radicia kind of alluded to it. They, they, they panned over to Charlotte smiling. You know, I hadn't seen her smile this much in anything, but she quite a few times. It, it reminded me kind of like Hogan and uh, Warrior. You know, where you know, Warrior won. Um, they but they kept flashing to Hogan a little bit and then see right. his reaction to the loss. Um, you know, and that's they they flashed to Charlotte probably four or five, maybe even six times, it seemed like. Um, she was never really out of like the camera shot. Um, uh, so that was very telling that they're probably gonna continue with that story. Um so was there was the there anything from the commentators? saying like why she may be smiling or their feedback on that or did they kind of just lay out on that i think they kind of they might uh have mentioned it maybe once or twice um but i mean you know if you go back and watch it i mean they showed her quite a few times and i don't know if they talked about it each time um, because it would it would have been annoying because i was kind of like damn they're gonna they're they're showing charlotte quite a bit um because at one point she was kind of uh you probably you guys didn't get to see nxt stand deliver did you yes Mm-hmm. You did. We missed um, the first match. You saw when Indy won. Yes. Oh no. And then, well, no. No. We, so yeah, we got in on match two. So I, I got to go back and watch the ladder match. I'll probably watch that tonight. So you know, Indy won NXT Championship, um, and Roxanne. I think this is unintentional, um, but they had caught um, Roxanne on the floor, um, kind of smiling as she won in celebration. Um, so. That seemed like an organic type of thing. Like, you know, you, like they, they're flashing back at the women because it was like a spot to where all the women were supposed to be laid out and knocked down. Mm-hmm. Um, but Roxanne was kind of laying. She was kind of lifting herself up a little bit to kind of see what was going on. And you, they caught her smiling. Like she was really happy that Indy won. And the first time that happened with Charlotte, that's I had that kind of vibe from it. But when it kept going back to her and going back to her, and then at one point she wasn't laying down anymore. She was like kind of resting uh, against like the ring apron. Kind of, and just kind of smiling, like happy, you know, like like she so was it's like a proud be a story to it. So it's yeah, so exactly that, that's, be a yeah. That sounds like it's more than just an organic reaction. That's got to be a story involved. Like yeah. 
So it'll be interesting to see what that story is because one, you can look at it. That's what I, when I first saw her smile, I was like, okay, she knows like, hey, job well done. Then I saw her smile again. I'm like, okay, maybe the story. How many times is, you see it? About the uh, for me. It was pretty consistent because on the big video wall, they kind of had what I'm going to assume was the TV feed. We never mm. saw any replays or anything like that, but it was the feed that you would look like and say, okay, that's probably the feed that they're giving to TV. So even the, the last, I believe the last shot was Rhea standing in the ring, holding the belt up. And then Charlotte was immediately below her smiling. Yeah. Yep. So a couple of thoughts I had was like one, like, man, is Charlotte's contract up? Like, is she going like out? Is she leaving the territory? <laughs> because that was, that would be one of those things back in the day. You may see the other thought. I, like I said, was okay. This young whippersnapper got me. The other thought I had, which is probably what it is, is, man, she's really good. She got me. She's good. I was beat by the better person. And, and, and there you go. So, once again, we'll see there. I thought that she would have leaned into being a hill a little bit more. I'm sure it came across on TV, but it was probably 75-25 in, in the stadium for Rhea in terms of crowd reaction, which we knew it going in. So I'm like, okay, maybe Charlotte's going to lean into more of being a heel in the match. She didn't. She played it straight up as – and actually, both of them, it was kind of like face versus face. Kind of. That was the feeling. That was the vibe. Yep, in the way that that match was laid out and the way the match was. And it was also so cool, too, just to see Rhea hit that top rope riptide and in the pin, she's already getting emotional before the three count. And so it was really, really cool to see that, too. I'm glad she didn't try to play it cool and, you know, when she won and not smile and not be joyful. She gave it up, which I which I love to see that. So that, that was fantastic. Like I said, one of the best matches, which we knew of the weekend. They stamped it. Now Asuka and Bianca, and I think they absolutely can and will be better than that match. But they got a tall test tomorrow night. They absolutely do. Have a tall test. Do you guys want to say anything about Pat McAfee and The Miz, or can we move on from that? No, he's over. But, again, I think it just goes back to that. They knew what Charlotte and Rhea was going to produce, that they had to do something to calm the crowd and bring them back down before you had that tag match follow that. Because, again, that Charlotte and Rhea could have, and, again, for me, should have been the main event. But, nope, I don't really need to say anything about McAfee, that he's over. E, you still alive over there? All right, we lost E. He probably fell asleep. Um, it's the main <laughs> event. Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. We knew what this finish was going to be. We knew this was the coronation of a fantastic story. Nine months in the making with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Sammy, Sammy and Kevin Owens go over in a match that was probably as much about the story in the match as it was the physicality in the match. And both exceeded expectations, I would say. We knew the match would be great, but that match, um, when wrestling is done right, the moves don't matter. We got a ton of moves in this match, but it wasn't about the moves. It was about the story. And it was about the times of Sammy and Jay being in the ring together. Mm-hmm. It was about, yes, it was about <laughs> the times of KO coming in and saving Sammy. 
it was about the times of at the end where Jay is hit with two Huluva kicks. He's about to get hit with a third. I think it was Jimmy comes in to try to save him. Kale hits him with a stunner. It's about those stories. It's about Sammy getting the pinfall on Jay after everything they've been through. I thought that they played it absolutely perfect. The right team won. Uh, The crowd went ballistic on that three count. The actual stadium was shaking. The ground was shaking. Yep. Which was was the first time that that happened the entire night. You know what? The the crowd and the ground should have been shaking when Uzi did want to rock and brought the Usos out. And yeah, there were some people in the crowd rocking out, but not the way it should have been. Hey, that is like the biggest song in the past, like six, eight months. It, it, I think they did it at the Super. They played at the Super Bowl. It's in every basketball arena. Y'all got to get better with giving Lil Uzi Vert some props on Just Wanna Rock. He, I, 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 I am going to assume that that was by request from the Usos, seeing that he played them out. And he did, the crowd wasn't even that hype. But but hold on, I gotta I gotta pull the the curtain back a little bit on this one because Ishan, I don't know, I'm quite sure they showed it because it's on Peacock. But before the main event started, did you guys get a TurboTax commercial? I don't remember. Okay, so we knew that this was about to be the main event, and all of a sudden we getting ready, we excited, we ready to cheer, and there's a TurboTax commercial that comes on. The Trash whole TurboTax. Place start, <laughs> starts booing them out of the building, like, if you don't get this off of our screen right now. I mean, so when that happened, I was coming down off of my anger, like, why are they, why did they just place a commercial live? Like, we're, I'm live. Why am, I, why am I seeing a commercial TurboTax, if you don't, if you don't get out of here. Okay, the only way the only way you can bring this back is if you get in contact with me and you guys are becoming a sponsor of the pod. If it ain't that, I'm never speaking positive about TurboTax ever again. You guys did a bait and switch tonight in that crowd. It was it was really, really funny because the lights go down and we're like, oh, man, here comes the main event. (laughs) And then it's It's like TurboTax. The crowd was like, this is trash. (laughs) They started booing. So I remember that. So I'm heated. I'm heated. So I'm finally trying to come back down because I'm like, man, this bait and switch, you know, F TurboTax. That's why I use H&R Block software. But, you know, I'm getting angry and stuff like that. And then they said, I forgot who announced it, saying, oh, here to perform, I want to just want to rock or however they worded it by Uzi Vert. I didn't even realize what was even happening in that moment because I was still so caught up on this TurboTax. And I just think everybody at the stadium felt the same way as me because nobody booed Uzi when he came out. And we know some performances, people will come out and you're a celebrity, they'll get booed out the stadium. But they rocked. They just didn't rock as hard as I thought. He probably This probably was the worst performance he's ever done live as far as having 60,000 people out there. Uh, but I didn't even realize what was happening until he actually came out. You know, I wonder how familiar the crowd is with that song. I feel like rap doesn't do well in wrestling for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not typically. Well, classics do, but like newer songs, yeah, not not so much. Yeah, people know Snoop Dogg and that kind of stuff, but like right. you know, I feel like new rap doesn't really resonate <laughs> with that audience. People absolutely know Tupac's version or verse <laughs> on California Love. Shout to Cody. <laughs> he erases them again. Hey, so let's talk about that right, 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 right quick before we go into like this main event because 
Am I calling these these matches or not? I'm t I'm trying to tell y'all how this is gonna go down. Bro, you know, I Cody's not winning tomorrow. Week? Cody's not winning tomorrow. Oh shit! No, I'm just being I, I guess you. no. He yeah. So Easton's text like, why don't y'all listen to me? After the main event, like we thought the Usos were gonna retain. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I'll give you a bone. Okay, you you were right, just like the two of us were right on that match. <laughs> if that's if that's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> Whatever, man. Right, we all said Usos were seriously. <laughs> it's like aesthetically you're right, but you're wrong. So, okay. Um I do have a question for you, sir. So how did you like the match? Did you think the match was Worthy of the main event spot from a work perspective in ring. Oh, yeah. The match was great in itself. Um, but, damn, it was a lot of, like, high-impact moves, right? I was like, damn, Sammy got to die. Like, they were <laughs> killing this man. But, you know, and here's the, you know, I, I always talk about how I, I feel like the Young Bucks are bastardizing the super kick. This is what I was waiting for. Go ahead. And the Talk Usos was getting them, but I felt like those super kicks were a little bit different because, like, they looked fierce, and they were doing with the intent in these matches. Okay. Right? A lot of times with, with the Bucks, it's like a setup to something else, or it's like no-sold a lot of times, right? Well, when Usos was killing Sammy with these moves, like, they're doing these super kicks, double super kicks, these super kicks while he's on his knees, and they're like, all right, that's it, pin him. And like Sammy's getting up, and they they are they were making those kicks look major. And it was a time period to where I'm like, damn, I thought it was, it was getting a little unrealistic that Sammy kept kicking out of <laughs> all this stuff, mm -hmm. right? And then at the end, he's able to kind of persevere. But overall, absolutely, it was main event worthy. It was a great match. Um, looked, to me, it seemed like the crowd was happy, big time, um, big time. I was happy. It, I mean, I, like it's it's it was great, great and I loved it. More. To what you said, you're talking about like, man, he's kind of kind of like at like the super Cena comebacks. But that's but to me, that was the story. Right. You, I'm not losing tonight. There's nothing you can do to me. You're going to have to kill me to pin me. And I love that it was really Sammy that was taking the brunt of it. KO took it, too. But we've already, of course, seen KO and Roman at the Rumble. We know what that was. But this story was about Sammy's redemption. You know, and KO was along for the ride to help his brother, to help his best friend. So that's what I love that. I loved him kicking out of the 1D. I don't know if they, I'm sure they probably said it on, on commentary, but nobody's ever kicked out of the 1D. Ever. That, that was the first time. That yeah, it they happened. made a big deal about that. Okay, excellent. Then they did the double splash. I would say, yeah, KO got still kicked out on the double splash. And he kicked on that. And it's like, okay, at that point, which once again, we knew this was Sammy and KO's coronation, but you knew, like, all right, there is no way in the world Usos are winning. Even, I know they shot to. Jimmy at one point, and Jimmy's like, man, I ain't got no more moves. Like, <laughs> this is it. This is a wrap. Uh, and then, like I said, we see the Huluva kicks, and we see that just that personal connection that Jay and Sammy had where he's looking at them face-to-face, -face, picks them back up, hits them again. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I think that uh, this is going to lead to some fantastic television. I also think it is really interesting that solo wasn't out there. We'll we'll see what the story is behind that. If they do try to make it a story, but no solo. Yeah, but I feel like solo has been kind of just the enforcer for Roman, at least the last several weeks. I might be wrong there, but I felt like he kind of 
would have Solo stay behind or go with him back on the airplane while the Usos go out and take care of business. Yeah, that has been the case. I think uh, Sammy has been telling that story that, you know, at one point um, that uh, Solo was coming out with them, but Roman pulled Solo closer mm-hmm. to him at some point. Um, and, the, and the clear thing, Matt left context out of this text he mentioned. He said that, oh, I think Cody's going to win tomorrow. I said, well, you listen to me. I'll tell you what's going on. So no, I'm, I, didn't, I'm just no, re- I, I didn't say that. I said Matt said. Who do you think sent that to you? I was talking about Matt, not me, my son. He said that. Uh, y'all got the same name. Look, I, look, he's like, look, he's like, ah, <laughs> I was about to y'all. say, I don't think Matt would have said that. <laughs> yeah. I told you Roman's Matt, winning. I told Matt's you Roman's winning. Why hey, would uh, I change? This, this, this is, this is uh, let's, let's, let's go ahead and cut this podcast off. I want, I want to make sure that y'all do this. Four o'clock in the morning podcast for this apology tomorrow. I want to hear it. If, if I if I wake up and this podcast ain't done after Cody gets this win, I'm gonna be thoroughly upset. It's gonna be an emergency. I, I'm calling. I'm calling off wait. work. I'm calling off work. Just I do the podcast till the this podcast chief is done. Leaves everybody upset tomorrow when he walks out, hand raised high, double belts raised high, hip hop rapping Cody. Can't get it done. He's at the back of the line. He's got to do this whole thing over again. He's going to finish his story in WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. He ain't winning tomorrow. Actually, later on today because it is now past midnight. Uh, so night one, I put a poll up on Twitter right before we got started. And uh, I said uh, it was four options. Excellent was one option. Good to great was a second option. Average was a third option. And horrible was a fourth option. Of course, still early in the in the um survey but uh, 71% excellent 29% good great nothing for average nothing for horrible i think that is absolutely accurate what do you guys think night 1 are you guys putting it at excellent good great average or horrible i am only going to speak on what i saw so i'm going to give it an excellent 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 again i did not see any of the six women uh, match and the first part of Don and Ray excellent Isan, what you giving it? Same, excellent. Because um, like those those last four matches really really delivered. Um, the only match that you know that probably did was the women's match, right? So. I that that was the only match. Once again, taking out Miz and McAfee, that is the only match that I didn't, I didn't think delivered in a pretty big way. Maybe in ring, you can say Cena in theory, you know, wasn't great or excellent, but to get Austin to get that that spot where he was put over by Cena at the beginning of WrestleMania, that alone to me would give that a thumbs up. But I thought every match outside of the six-woman tag delivered or completely over-delivered. And that was with us thinking that, hey, yeah, the, the like I said, the build isn't the best, but these matches really have an opportunity to really be great. And it was. I'm also giving it a great, of course. Last question and we can get out of here. Does night two stand up to night one when it's all said and done? No. And I'm going to hit both of y'all with something. Matt, you was there live yesterday. Ishan, your boy Cody got some booze at SmackDown. So he did. If he, if he does win tomorrow, I, like I said in last episode at that raw after mania, Cody's going to get booed. 
He got some booze, but he got even more cheers. He was by far the most okay. over person besides Ray, because uh, that doesn't really count, just because he was going in the Hall of Fame. But on SmackDown, he received by far the biggest pop out of everybody on the card. Did, did he get booze before or after Tupac? Oh, it's before. Oh, oh it's before. It's before. Ain't nobody, nobody booing you. Ain't nobody gonna boo you after you quote Tupac. You kidding me? He's a goat now. He's been a goat. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so you say no. Night two would not stand up to night one. E, what are you saying? I'm gonna say absolutely because it has the most anticipated main event in WWE in the past ten years. Roman versus, versus Cody would deliver in every single way. It's gonna be a star of that show. Um, it's what everybody came to see. It's, it's what everybody came for the whole weekend to see is that one main event match is going to deliver. And I can't wait to y'all do the apology podcast. Well, y'all better you do hype the apology on that, man. podcast. I don't know why yeah. you so hype on that. If I, if I wake up and it ain't done, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> I think, uh, I do think it's going to stack up because of Roman Cody, Bianca, Asuka, and the triple threat IC match. Those three, I think, are going to carry the load. I think Edge and Finn is going to be great. That's and really can't believe I, I'm saying it again. I Pat think we're Brock getting. Omas. Yep. I think we're going to get a fun five to six minutes with them too. That women's match, hopefully that starts to show because I don't know what else you would put in the opening spot. Granted, I mean, it's important. That, 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 open, that opener spot is important. You could start with the IC title match. You could do that tomorrow night. I felt but, like that's kind of what they were trying to do. Like from the video packages they showed live I and how it, the night was about to end when they were, you talking about what Gunther, um, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, right? Yep. I'm thinking that I'm thinking that might be the one to start the show just from the, the vibe I got when they were showing that video package toward the end of the, of the broadcast. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And then you could, you could slot the women's showcase match second if you needed to, but tomorrow could be all, all hits too. It, it really, really could looking at it. So should be a good show. Should be a really, really, really good show. So uh, once again, night one, fantastic. Loved it. I think you have to be just a complete WWE hater to not think that they delivered some really, really special things tonight. Going to get ready to get done with this pod right now. I'm going to check out the WrestleMania press conference and then probably check out some videos just so I can see what the TV production and, and sound looked like heading into uh, tomorrow. Don't forget, we are doing a day two pod tomorrow night. Ishan would not be with us, so it will be just Rhodesia and I. According to E, he would want just 58 minutes of me apologizing to him and the Breakfast Club for Cody Rhodes. Even though I've always said I am a huge Cody fan and I love Cody, but I just think that it is Roman's time to keep the belt. Actually, I don't even know if I really believe that anymore from uh, when Cody... Like I said last week, when he kind of set out there, look, when you lose, Heyman's leaving you, Jimmy's leaving you, Jay's lo- leaving you, Solo's leaving you. I was like, man, I really want to see that story. But I got to keep the gimmick up. Roman's winning. I think Roman actually may even win in the squash. Maybe a three-minute squash match. A couple Ooh. of Superman punches, Ooh. one or two spears, leave Cody laying. One, two, three. WrestleMania 40, here we come. Last question I have for you, too. What major surprise are we getting tomorrow? One time. And for people who don't know what I mean by that, Rocky. Mm-mm. I got to believe. I'm going to believe until I can't believe. He put a uh, he put a video up about 15 minutes ago on Twitter 
I didn't I didn't read it or or look look at it, but the caption was something about uh, everybody at WrestleMania have fun or something. <laughs> so I was like, dude, for real? Like, you still you still ain't gonna show up, huh? All right, man, you still not gonna show up. Okay, so you're going with the Rock tomorrow. E, who you going with? I'm going with Stone Cold. Ooh, please. Okay. I am going to go with Randy Orton. Nice. So all of us have somebody different. So we'll see uh we'll see what we get. I mean, what if we got all three of them? That'd be off the charts. Crazy. That'll be crazy. All right. Pardon words before we let these folks get out of here and either head to WrestleMania or getting ready to watch night two of WrestleMania. What, what you guys got? I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to actually get something to eat and I'm going to go to sleep because, again, although I think tonight is going to be the better night of the two, I'm still super pumped, so super excited. I told you how I felt when I first walked in that building. So I'm getting my, my good night's rest so I can enjoy night two of WrestleMania. Yeah, super looking forward to uh, night two, that main event. And I'm um, also very, very interested in hearing the feedback from the Apology Podcast. So, you know, friends, supporters of the podcast, I'm probably not going to listen to it. Like, give us feedback. Let me know how they did. Did they give a genuine apology about being wrong and being straight-up haters? Straight-up haters for this entire program. Denying people's daddies retribution for, 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 for atrocities of this world as created. Tell us in the comments about how they deal with this apology podcast. This man said, I'm probably not going to listen to it. So I'm going to really give it up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we are out of here. Thank you for listening. Of course, hit that follow button. If you have not, we are back to our normal schedule after tomorrow night, which our normal schedule is, of course, Friday morning. We drop a little different, of course, than these. But we wanted to do some whole shows because could not wait to talk mania until next Friday. That just wasn't happening. All right. So lock in with us. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you again tomorrow night.